so the conjuring the money made them do it another one Ooh. i'm sorry i couldn't conjure a better joke i better i think it just died a little on the inside well i can feel a piece of my soul leaving my body right now well now we know how fernie felt about the movie <laughs> shit <laughs> Uh, okay, so quick question, quick question. Would you ever consider playing with a Ouija board? No. What if I wanted no. to and you were presence? No. Okay, what if I just told you about the time I played with a Ouija board? I would not let you touch me if you played with a Ouija board. I, we can do it. Look, we can do it right here via Zoom. I'll play with it on no, my we end. Do. No, we do I'll not. summon the would, ghosties on your end. I would... He, he, here's how much... I, I don't even joke about this shit. If you told me right now, hey, the, hey, hey, if you move your webcam and you show me that right behind you is like a sans going on. Did I say that right? Sans? Yes, sans, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you told me, so my ass would like would bolt out of here so fast. <laughs> I would go straight to Canada. I wouldn't even go visit you. I would go straight oh. to Canada. But why <laughs> though? What, what, what's going to happen? Like I, I'm doing it to me over here in my neck of the woods. See, here's the thing. I am as as non-believer as you as you get, mm-hmm. but I, I'm a I'm a scientist. You know, I'm a man <laughs> of science. My my my, my bachelor says so. My, my 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 piece of paper on the wall says that I'm a scientist. So I believe in the scientific method, and the scientific method can be very easily broke down broken down to a simple line and that is fuck around and find out (laughs) some things i'm willing to fuck around and find out but this is not one of them god okay fine fair fucking enough i will not play (laughs) with demons you was however why would you play with demons when you could play super smash brothers with me on our nintendo switches (laughs) Cause, cause I want to, I want to fuck around with demons. I think it'd be fun to like, hey, look, they're, they're real. Boom, you know. I I, I, mean, I, I legitimately actually really want to, but I can't find anyone with the balls to actually like do it with me. You have, you're, you're in a position where you might in the near future have a child. Do you want that child to be, you know, chased down by like? a demon that you fucked around and find out and <laughs> look and if that look, if that's my child son or daughter if that's my kid they're gonna go full sam and dean on their asses all right i'm not worried about my kids well me and my kids in canada I wish you the best of luck <laughs> fuck you canada blame canada Thank you for welcoming us onto your headphones. I'm Eddie. And I'm Chema, reviewing The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. And, and this, this is, is the, rollback. the rollback. So The Conjuring 3, a.k.a. The Conjuring Part 3? And, and I made that as, a, as like a Godfather reference, because this is clearly the Part 3 of The Conjuring. Like, like yeah, 
it's very interesting that they decided to not call it the Conjuring Three, that they call it the, the Conjuring something something, because the Conjuring has done a lot of spin-offs. They've done a, like three Annabelles. They did a Nun. They did a La Llorona. La Llorona. Planning the Crooked Man and the Nun Two. Like they they have yeah. plans. Yeah. This, uh, it makes sense that it's not called The Conjuring 3 because it doesn't feel like a Conjuring 3. It feels like a, like another spinoff, but like a combined, like a midway point between a Conjuring movie and a Conjuring spinoff, which I think makes sense because of the titling. Makes sense that James, sorry, James Wan is not directing, Michael Chavez, who directed The Curse of La Llorona, uh, uh, directed this. And uh, yeah, this but this is by by all cases by all means the third uh, conjuring. It's interesting because the poster says uh, the most shocking case in the Warren files. Isn't that the the tagline for every single one of these movies? Yes, actually, yes, <laughs> it's the most demonic case ever. It, it always <laughs> is, though. That's the thing. Uh, and I, it says the, the demonic case that shocked America, which America wasn't that yeah. shocked. It was more like a re the the case that shocked like a local region. <laughs> like it, it didn't shock the country. Like they they could have hyped it up so much more. And like I, my first gripe with this movie was the trailer. The trailer sucked. The trailer yeah. absolutely sucked. I'll be like hundred percent honest. I did not watch these trailers. Dude, I it, did not. This it, just kind of came out, and I was like, oh, "Okay, that makes sense." Let's, let's the trailer, the trailer was so bad. It reminded me of like a, it, it reminded me genuinely of like a a Conjuring like ripoff spinoff, to a point where I was like, "Is this the actual one, or did they just like reuse footage from the other movies?" I had to go back and double check. It's like, "Oh shit, this is official." Who the yeah. fuck did you have cut this together? Because this sucks. I could have done a better job making that trailer. I have a a little synopsis. And then we can start. Uh, paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren encountered what would become one of the most sensational cases from their files, allegedly. The fight for the soul of a young boy takes them beyond anything they'd ever seen before to mark the first time in the U.S. history that a murder suspect will claim demonic possession as defense. So you mentioned right now that the movie feels different, like it feels off. I would say that this the Conjuring films are starting to feel less like movies and more like episodes of a TV show. Uh, an entertaining TV show, but a TV show quality, not not like movie quality. Because this felt like a very, okay, we're here, we're, we'll do it, and then, you know, we'll leave. It didn't feel like as epic as the first two fell. Because I like the first one. The first one felt like a, a good, hard meal. And the second one felt like a good, good heavy meal and then this one feels like a you know a snack not a snack but like a fast food meal you know <laughs> the first two were like filet mignon and then like very fine salmon and this was like a big mac like i guess yeah. it's technically dinner i guess technically yeah but here's the thing and i'll and i'll tell you something and i'll say it on the record sometimes you need a big mac really I did not hate this movie. I, okay, I didn't hate it, but would you like? There's a few things, man. Like, it's clearly this is the least aggressive of the three. 
I agree. Like, like it's not as aggressive. I, my guard is not up at all times. Like, very much this film uh, is not as aggressive as the first ones. And I, I'd argue that's a detriment. I don't think that's a good thing. Okay. Um, okay. I agree. I agree with, the, with that point. It's not as scary as the first two. I, I feel like the first two... I was watching them with like my eyes like here. Yeah. And this one and and this one it's very predictable. Every uh every uh jump scare you can sense it from like a couple miles from like a couple minutes away. It's not as creative as the first two. It's it might be not as memorable as uh, as as the first two, but here's the kicker. I am a different viewer than you and arguably most of the people that are going to watch this movie for pleasure. I don't watch these movies for the scares. I watch it for Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga being cute with each other. And this movie gave me that by the gallon. Okay. So I am happy. Okay. Well, okay. Let, let me ask you this. Well, well, how did you like the opening scene? Because to me, the scariest part of the movie, unfortunately, was the very the beginning. Opening. I agree. Yeah, uh, like the whole house with the kid when, when he's twisting himself. That I thought was really good. Well, uh, also, that I thought was genuinely scary. Yeah. Like the fucking shower. I feel bad for this kid when the blood starts coming down. He's just screaming. I'm like, ah, oh, you poor little shit. This sucks. And then he I comes out his dad with a knife. Watching a little kid run with a shard of glass like across the room super fast scares me. I don't know why. It reminds me of Chucky a bit. Like I can <laughs> heel kick it, but I feel like that kid's going to get up and keep coming at me. Yeah, it's gonna go straight for your kneecaps. <laughs> you little bastard. <laughs> we're getting we're getting up in age, and the first thing to go is gonna be our kneecaps. So it makes sense to target that. That's smart. It's a smart ass demon. Um, <laughs> go for the quads. Go for the quads. I will say this: everything that was done with like the hands, because there's this very very small scene right there when, when the kid is in the tub, and he looks up. And there's nothing scary. There's no face. There's no demon, but there's a hand and there's a hand just like on top of the thing that I thought was very effective that I thought was really yeah. good. And then they, they reused that on what I thought was maybe not the scariest, but maybe the most creative scene. And that's the scene when they're in the woods, when the mm-hmm. warrants and the, and the, and the sheriff are in, are in the woods and they reuse that scene. And then they, they, they when they're looking for, for the, for the two missing girls, I thought that was really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. I, I do agree that the opening scene is probably the best part uh, on like spectacle, on like uh, on like scenes. Um, but I like how it allowed the story to move a little bit. I I kind of got excited when we were introduced to this scenario of uh, this court of law. That's like the first case in the United States where like uh, not guilty by demonic possession. I thought that was interesting. I thought we were going to watch like a trial movie and then it was just like a two-minute section of the entire two-hour film. Yeah, Folks at home, you can't see me, but I just put like a big thumbs up. Like, yes! Like, I thought that's how yeah. they're going to change up the formula. Or like courtroom drama slash detective slash demons. Like, hey, yes, please. Yeah. You t- you're telling me I can have Elliot Stabler, I can have Olivia Benson and Satan? Sign me up, sir. <laughs> but unfortunately, that's not what we got. Um, yeah. What's called? How did you feel about them incorporating uh, Ed's age again? Or like his, they incorporated his age, but also his mortality again, which feels like a retread of the second one. It feels, yes, but here's the thing. 
and I mentioned this before, I watch these movies because I love the chemistry between Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga. I watch it for them. They are the thing that I think makes these movies keep working. Okay. And that's, this is the, this is the thing that like keeps, I think makes a conjuring film so separate from every other horror entity. And I like how they incorporated his age. I, I, I kind of like how he kind of doesn't do a lot in the movie. Like in the whole movie, it's just him walking around going, Lorraine, Lorraine. Like that's, and you know, she's, she's doing all, all her, all the job, all the work. Uh, he's a total wife guy. I see it. And, uh, and no, I like that, that they incorporated that they're getting older. I mean, they're, they, and he, he lived on for like a good, a, a good more years and she passed away like three or four years ago, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's, uh, I like how they incorporate both of those ages. They, the makeup and the hair that they do with them, you can see that they're trying to make them look a little bit older, you know, to, to set the passage of time. Um, I feel like they look a little too old, like from the last time we saw them. Yeah. But it makes it makes sense that it that that, that it would affect both of them. Um, but I liked it. I, I I like how you know they are they are supernatural hunters, but they're not, you know, immortal. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I love the kid jumping on his chest. I'll snap your heart, old man. I'm like, yes, that's how I talk to my dad. That's perfect. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I call my dad old man. <laughs> I used to threaten him all the time when I was a kid. I didn't have that kind of strength though to put him on the floor. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> oh my god. Good thing you never challenged him to a dance battle because he would have kicked your ass. Oh, it wouldn't be close. It wouldn't be fair. <laughs> like they didn't teach me how to dance. Um, I know. Uh, I know. On every episode, I measure Dad's dance ability, but it is—it's just like fantastic. Like, it's just—it's it's still like, it's like a, it's like a core memory. Like it, it was like what the hell. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, no, no, you're good. Um, okay. So one thing I I liked but didn't, but kind of, sort of, if if yeah. that makes sense. Uh, there was no really consistent form of the demon, and I like how they kind of changed it up. The usual. You know, it's not a demon bad guy, it's a witch. I like that change up. I like, hey, what if Lorraine, but bad? <laughs> like, I, I, I like that setup, genuinely. You know, um, I think they could have done a lot more with it, which I'll pitch it later, but I, I think yeah. there was more that could have been done. It could have been executed in such a way where it was a good balance of a trial of, of a detective case or whatnot and demons, you know, and mm-hmm. You even saw the demon in a few different forms where it was like a real skulky thin version with like long wet hair and and sharp teeth. But it took the form of like an old guy that looked like that and then the kid that looked like that and then yeah. a lady that looked... I, I like the fact that it was jumping around. Same overall look, different bodies. I wish we had had more of that though. I don't think we had enough of that. Can I... So here's the thing. Like... Until like halfway, maybe like three fourths into the movie, mm-hmm. I thought the witch was the the guy that was possessed. Mm-hmm. I thought it was him, like physically, just mm-hmm. like with you know hair, like, because they're both like you know this tall, skinny, lanky. Uh, they have a very similar kind of face. I thought yeah. they were like the same person, but but no. Um, that would have been kind of a cool twist. Yeah, or if they had used possessing himself. Or if like uh, they had used, uh, I thought for a second, oh maybe they're using the same actor to like portray the, 
the the witch i thought that that would have been cool but no they just kind of look alike um i like i like how they did that i like how um i had to break down the movie because i couldn't watch it in like in like straight in like in like like the first day i had to like watch an hour one day and then Mm -hmm. watch another hour the next and mostly because i didn't want to watch it at night (laughs) but (laughs) you know i gotta i gotta break down some some spaces because some things, you know, hit too close to home. This is a movie about uh, a family that's being attacked by a demon in a house. I live in a house with a family. That's too close. That's too close to home. I can't do that, you know. Uh, what? <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. Do you have so, a basement, though? Not that I know of, no. Then you'll be fine. <laughs> it's always a fucking basement. And... Uh, uh, I, I don't know. I I like how they how they managed to show the demon in different forms. You know, you you mentioned uh, these forms. I love. Uh, we need to talk about this one scene, and it, it is the scene at the morgue, mm-hmm. where I think maybe one, James Wan came in like that day and was like, "Hey, how you doing? You doing good? Okay, you mind if I take over for a second? Okay, I'll take over for a second. You know, you go take a lunch break. I feel like maybe he directed that scene because that scene <laughs> was like dripping with like the one sauce like i could just like feel it like i love that moment where like they're inside of the of, of the little like cubicle and then, and then the, the power goes out and i went oh that's good that's good and then he turns it back on and the body is no longer on the table and then he turns and the body's like right behind him but it's not in a jump score it's slow it's uh it's got a lot of atmosphere and it's like this big giant sumo fighter looking motherfucker just like big oh. with like with like long ass hair like it looks gross it looks it looks but it looks it doesn't look cgi it looks like it's actually there and then it moves slow and, and then I, I love how ed ed warns is just like looks at him and just goes like lorraine <laughs> <laughs> he's like i'm in no physical shape to fight this guy yeah no, i just had a heart attack i'm good <laughs> lorraine move yeah. yeah but i love that scene i thought that scene was like it wasn't like super terrifying but i thought it was very creative so um, I, I want to say, because we're, we're talking a lot about the Warrens in this. Let's talk about what they kind of tried to make the other side of the coin. David and the other kid, you know, the the, the adult that was possessed. Uh, I think his name is... Arnie. Arnie. Yeah, Arnie, yeah. the one that actually commits the murder. He gets a yeah. pretty good scene, I guess, when the, when the guy comes at him almost in the form of a dog. Oh, yes. That good oh, yeah. scare. Um, and the kid, I'll give him props. He actually held up his end of the bargain. He felt like a victim. I, I looked at him and I thought... This poor kid, you know, yeah. um, it just it felt almost genuine. Like definitely a step above, like like bad acting. Definitely, um, yeah. It just God, I feel like they didn't give that poor kid enough to do, or he didn't have enough to go with the Warrens. Is that am I making sense here? I feel like we didn't have oh, yeah. enough of him to yeah, balance out. It the makes story. it. It makes sense. Uh, but like I said, here's where we have to manage expectations. Like we want, like we were, we were not promised a procedural courtroom drama, but we were teased with it. So I feel like when, when that happens, we're kind of like, we're not, dis- we're not sad. We're dis- we're not angry. We're just disappointed, you know? <laughs> um, like we, like we want something there, but we're not, getting it but like i mentioned before i'm here for the warrants i'm here for them hanging out i'm here for them you know talking and telling stories and you know being 
their own selves. Um, we need, yeah. What's up? Well, no, I was gonna say, but uh, let me ask you this though: Did you like the family in the first one, or the kids in the second one? Like, did you I feel like for them? them? I liked them, and I did feel for them, and I did feel for these ones too. I kind of like them that they're a little older. You know, these, these are like what maybe nineteen twenties, like, yeah. like maybe they're. Like, I, and I like that they're a couple too. Uh, you you can tell that they're you know they're young they they, they kind of they, I like how they gave them those scenes where they get what they're talking about like hey let's move away you know let's go let's get out of here you know and which is a very you know common thing that young people say to each other especially when you live in a crap of a town you know it's normal but I like how they let us like them first and then they put us through through everything and those two are real they're real life and they're still married which is which is nice and uh yeah i do feel for them those scenes when arnie is in jail and uh he's uh and the priest comes by and just gives him the holy water and he puts like he does like the little circle around him and he sits and you can tell that he's suffering and you know that he's a victim and you know he kind of did like you know, pick me girl, like right in front of this kid and like stole the demon away from him just to like, just to, you know, uh, not, not let the poor kid go like suffer through it. But, you know, so you can tell from the start that he's, he's a pure kid, you know, he's a pure soul. He wants, he wants good. Or, you know, he was trying to get brownie points to look good in front of his girlfriend's family. We don't know. <laughs> we just met them. But, As hey, did I. <laughs> what? And, uh, and you would do that. No, fuck. No, I would never. You just, sac- said, you no, just no. said that you wanted to hang out with demons. Yeah, I wouldn't willingly sacrifice myself for Robert. I would never do that. I don't like the kid that much. I have a future, okay? <laughs> Robert, if you're listening to this, mate, I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I love you like the brother I never had, but but No. <laughs> well okay <laughs> so Not okay there. <laughs> i'm gonna get a hit for this i know i know it. i'm gonna show this to them on father's day on sunday <laughs> hey robert you want to hear what i said about you bing no. <laughs> okay so oh <laughs> um, okay many laughs were had anyway uh <laughs> so we get okay so I don't think they did a good a good enough job really building up this kid and the relationship. I just thought, okay, this is the victim for this movie. Whereas in the first two Conjurings, they really made us spend a lot of time with the families before the Warrens came into play. We were still following the Warrens to some degree, mind you, but the movies made us care about these characters beforehand, you know? And I felt like they kind of half-assed it. They tried to do it, but not not a good enough job if, if you're trying to make us care for these characters you didn't do enough mate sorry no and i and i i see where you're coming from and here's the thing um it's very interesting that they decide that decided to do another conjuring when they could have just keep doing you know spin-offs mm-hmm. you know they have more than enough material and when I decide to bring you, you say okay let's bring back the warrants let's let's tell another one of the stories i feel like the way that they tell stories has been shaped by these spinoffs. Do you watch The Nun? Oh, I've seen them all. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. So The Nun feels like a movie that doesn't fit in this in this uh, in this canon. You know, if this is supposed to be you know real life, you know. But 
I kind of like the nun because it's so out there. Like it's so its own thing. It's kind of like paving, you know, it's kind of give it's kind of a tribute to these old uh universal horror films. Like I love the shadows in that movie. I love how dark it is. And I love how it took it took its time to be uh kind of dumb. Like it knows that it's a dumb movie that you know it shouldn't say based on a true story because it, it absolutely is not. There is no way that 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 Father Demian Bichir saw t- took a vial of with the blood of Christ and then the little farm boy said, Holy shit. And then the, and then Bichir said the holiest. <laughs> like that absolutely did not fucking happen. But I feel like I feel like the way that these stories are told has been changed by those spinoffs. They have they've accepted to be a little bit less realistic and a little bit more towards the fun side. And in the end, I think this that's what this movie is. It's a beautiful marriage between it's like a compromise. It's a middle point between those spinoffs and like the actual, if you want to call it canon of the other two conjuring films. If this was a, a, a this is that's why I'm okay with it not being called the Conjuring Three. I feel like this is not the Conjuring Three. I feel like it's Conjuring Two Point Five. It's like a Conjuring, conjuring adjacent. Light. It's it's a Conjuring Light. It's a snack. It's like you call it. It's a snack. I feel like if if they release another Conjuring and they call that the Conjuring Three, I wouldn't be surprised at all. And that one could be like the darker, more realist, more quote unquote realistic one because this feels get James one like, back. Yeah, get James one back. This feels like a fun little ride to you know. Just get some, okay, let's call it cheap scares. And, but does it succeed? I think it's fine. I think it's a fine, totally acceptable little movie that I don't think is worthy of being called The Conjuring 3, if, if, there's, any, if there's any worth in that. That's why I'm okay with it being called something different. That's why I'm okay with someone else directing it. And at the end of the day, the movie is split up kind of like 60-40. Like it's 40%. Uh, scares, horror, and you know, hanging out with their family, and it's sixty percent. This one focuses way more on the Warrens than the other two movies, mm-hmm. and uh, which I liked because, like I said, I like their chemistry. I like seeing them hang out. I like how they took the time to tell us tell a story of how they met. Mm-hmm. I like how they made those. I like how they have those inside jokes. I, I love the part where where he goes like, "Oh, I forgot my pills," and then she just looks at him like forgot your fucking pills like that like that was <laughs> the most husband and wife shit i've ever seen in my yeah. life just like the, the one scene where, where, where like he runs in the woods and it's it like i forgot to take my pills and she just goes are you fucking serious like and then and then at the end when when when, when he goes i forgot my pills and she, she she carries one in her little locket like that's that's the cutest shit i've ever seen man like that's, <laughs> I, man, like, how can I, like, how can I not like that, man? I mean, these, I mean, one, I mean, uh, James Wan once said, like, these movies are love stories. And they fucking are. I mean, yeah. Go ahead. I actually hated that part of the movie. Just the, the part where she, okay, like, to start, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm going to jump into the third act, deep into the third act, when Ed gets possessed by the witch, right? And he starts swinging well, at he's her. With swinging, the- he's swinging that hammer like he's going to be in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> oh, yeah. But by the way, I actually looked it up. I was like, he looks like they're trying to make him old. And I look it up. The fucker has like a six pack while he's like moving, like doing this movie. He's like going on runs and shit. I'm like, bullshit. Bullshit. He's that old. Anyway. Well done, uh, Night Owl. Right? Or, or from Aquaman. 
he will never be Ocean Meister. Ocean Master? Oh, that's right. Ocean Master. Wait, is he Ocean Master? <laughs> you will never Orm. be Ocean Meister. Fuck it. Uh, yeah. But no, so I didn't like the fact that he got possessed. Again, it feels like a repeat. I don't like it. I don't like the fact that Ed keeps like being in danger. Like he should have his wits about him enough to be like, you know what? I'm not a compromise. I'm not a risk factor. But he's old. But like, I feel like he shouldn't get possessed. I feel like he's better than that. Yeah, but he's also like, she's the one that's a medium. She's the one with the gift. He's just kind of. Yeah. Hey, he's like. he, like he's got he's got a bible and determination but she's the one with the gift you know yeah but like imagine like she blows the dust to his face and he's just like oh fucking saint mary's cross bitch <laughs> and he like falls to the floor like like he doesn't get possessed like yeah you know what i mean like almost like a not exactly john constantine but like you ain't gonna use me in this one bitch like like you're yeah. gonna have to pull some better tricks um yeah. which i would have appreciated also, I love. I I found myself laughing my ass off. It, it just at one particular part, when they go to talk to the priest that took on the demon cult, and they're like, "You have a room full of stuff." Like, yeah, I figure it's better than Lyndon Blues out there. Why don't you destroy him? Oh, I figure this is like keeping guns off the streets or whatever. Like all the same bullshit Ed said in the first one to the to the yeah. reporter. I was like, ah, that's kind of funny. That's ca- yeah. of course there would be more than one guy, which. Oh, I wish they had kept this priest alive. I love the I love when they go visit the priest and they they extend the hand to greet him and he goes he goes I got chicken shit on my hands and he just like stands up and leaves. <laughs> oh. So yeah, yeah. I God, there's so many missed opportunities in this movie. Um, How do you daughter. feel about? Oh, oh okay. You, you first. Right. You first. The daughter of the possessed family or their daughter. Their daughter. Question. Is the daughter a different actress from the other movie? I'm from I, the, I, I honestly from the Annabelle. Be able to tell you. From I honestly Annabelle wouldn't be able to tell home? you. They look different. Well, man, possibly because this movie is supposed to take place years after the other one. It's supposed to be five years after. So she should be at least like what, 18, I think. But she um, looks kind of the same as she did in the Conjuring 2. So that's why I'm like. Yeah, no, that no, that fucking throws me off too. Well, also, um, one thing also you have to keep in mind is uh, they do play with time a little bit. Like it's supposed to go, I believe, Conjuring Two, Conjuring Three. I believe Annabelle Creation happens before Conjuring Two. Okay, but the Annabelle comes home. No, Annabelle comes home. I'm sorry, happens. Annabelle Three happens in okay. between Conjuring's One and Two. I believe. Okay. Because I believe sense. they go straight from two, they jump to three. But they didn't have the daughter in the first one. They, they had her by the second one. No, they had her in and the first one too. They had her in the first one? Yeah. I mean, she wasn't like a super medium. She fucked with Annabelle and Annabelle like came came a knocking. Okay. Makes sense. Um, yeah. Kind of funny. No, I, 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 see, here's the thing though, man. You've seen Annabelle, Cre- Annabelle Comes Home, I hope? Yes. I okay. didn't see Creation, but I've heard Creation is like the best one out it of is. all of them. It hey, is. Um, I think so. Do you remember how when Annabelle comes home, they made the daughter like a big deal, like she's a medium, like her mom, you know, coming yeah. up or whatever? Why the fuck didn't they make her a bigger part of this movie? Like they gave her one line, like no, make her a bigger part of the movie. Maybe she comes and helps with the case. She goes too far, you know. She tries to solve it by herself because that's what every fucking teenager tries to do and makes things worse. And guess what? You know what you do when you do that? You secure the future of your franchise. She can carry it 
once uh, Patrick Wilson and how do you pronounce your name? Vera Farmiga. Vera Farmiga quit or like when they're too old or tired of the of the series, she can carry the fucking uh, she can carry Torch. the load. Yeah, exactly. Like that's stupid. Did that, that, did that happen in real life? Do based on a true story? Fucking quotation mark, quotation mark, third quotation mark. Here's the thing, I, I like Ed and Lorraine Warren. They they seem like really nice, homey people. I am like uh, I am not a parent, as I mentioned frequently on these episodes. If I was a demon hunter with a child, I think I would want my child to have a pretty normal life. But the child is predisposed to your abilities. So what's best? Keep that kid in the dark like in fucking Frozen or teach that kid to use their abilities like the X-Men. What do you want? Hmm? Do you want an what Elsa if- or do you want a Frostman? Pick. What if she? What if the daughter is not interested in hunting demons? What if the daughter wants to like, I don't know, maybe have like a punk band? I don't know. Hey, bitch, you, you, know? Ever, you ever seen, uh, or I guess in her time, read a Spider-Man comic with great power comes great responsibility. Let's go! What if she wants to be a chef? <laughs> some people seek greatness. Some people have greatness thrust upon them. She's the latter. Go. Also, this is a multi-billion. This is now officially a, a multi-billion-dollar franchise. Shut up, make her the future because did that s- would work. Did you saw that the Conjuring universe? Because it's called the. Of course, it's called the Conjuring universe, even though it's re- it's based it's real life. Uh, you know, did you saw that it's now the second highest grossing horror franchise in the, in the history of like forever? Who's number one? Take a wild guess. Harry Potter. No. I got the DCU. Yes, the, the, the well-known horror franchise, the DCEU. Uh, it's you, You'll be shocked by this, but it's Godzilla. Godzilla's considered... Fuck it! Go Godzilla! That's my boy! <laughs> That's my boy! Is Godzilla male? Uh, Ted, can, yes. Let's go with yes. They always call him he. The only time they ever confused it was with uh, Godzilla, the 1997 American version, where it's like asexual reproduction. Wait, what? Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, actually, yeah, because they always refer to it like, oh, that's his son. His son. Yeah, it tends to be male. Okay. Well, right. Godzilla's a badass, period. But yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently Godzilla's considered horror, but I mean, I, I guess it's a horror. It's a giant monster that destroys, you know, Tokyo every couple of years. So yeah, it is horror. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's considered like the, the, the world, the history's biggest box office horror franchise. And then this is considered the second. Um, what yeah. was I going to say? So Ghost occurred their future there. Also, what did you think of the ending? Like, I thought it was too cheesy. Like, when, our love gives us strength. No, bitch. No. This is what I mean by execution. I hated that part. Okay. I actually wanted to ask you about that. How did you feel about the line of, like, they think our love is our weakness, but our love is our strength. You didn't like that scene? You didn't they, like that they, line? They've done it before. Yeah. They did it in Wonder Woman. You liked it then. Yeah. That's because I'm blind. <laughs> 
You know this, man. Look, <laughs> we've had countless, endless movies that end with we won with the power of love i watch anime for pleasure and i cannot tell you the billions and billions of times where a young protagonist with no strength goes up to the final boss that has you know has been training since before the protagonist was born and gets beaten because he has the power of friendship by his side and that's the one thing that the bad guy doesn't have i live for this shit okay i am a cheese corn ball okay so i am okay with something like this happening here weirdly i am not okay with it in wonder woman but i am okay with it here i don't know why i'm not blind but weirdly enough i feel like i've suspended my disbelief enough to be okay with it here i don't know why i feel like i like the warren so much (laughs) that I feel like they can get away with saying shit like that because look, they are literal ghostbusters. Okay. (laughs) So if they say, Hey, we keep winning because we have the power of love and it worked for them. Who am I to tell them that they're wrong? Who am I to tell them that they're fucking cheesy? Who am I to tell them that they're they're weird for build for, you know what? How, how much can, can Lorraine actually see if she can see demons and shit and see and see demons and shit, but she can't see her husband working on a fu- <laughs> fucking gazebo? Working on a fucking gazebo in the back of her house. How shocked could she be? Like, she did not see that? Those You can't build those in a day. Like <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> Depending on who you hire. But no, like... Like, oh, like there's the execute. Like, imagine if their daughter was more involved and she fucks up and makes everything worse. And then in the third act, they're being hunted in the catacombs by this witch and other demons and shit. And they're closing in at the very last second when the witch steps in, like within range. Uh, the daughter's like, You should have studied more. And like, there's an incantation around the four of them that like the daughter finishes and the demons are kept out and the witch is like loses her power. Like, fuck. Imagine like an ending where the daughter outwits this witch and saves her parents, redeeming herself after fucking up gloriously. Also, the exorcism was actually kind of cool. Like in this movie, in the prison, that was awesome. The spotlights just on this one area that like explodes. And then why, like, why do I give a fuck about this like prison priest I've seen for the first time? Like, oh, fuck, I need to exercise this guy. You're not sanctioned, man. Like, you understand? You have to be specially trained. No normal priest can do that. Granted, it's it's basically just them saying, you know, I by the power of Christ, I command you to get out of that body. It's just yelling that shit over like a fucking teacher. But still, like, yeah. uh, I could have been executed so much fucking better. God damn it. Can, can I just say, I I, dis, I heavily dislike this, this, uh, this prison priest. Uh, there's one scene where, you know, Arnie is just, he's going insane and he's in this little, little, uh, little, uh, little jail, little plastic jail cell by, by himself. And then this priest comes in and puts his hands inside of the thing so he can hold this guy's hands. And he just goes, Lord is with you. And he just leaves like, okay. Then we see that he actually gave him like holy water, but that was, those are two useless things that you just did, man. Like you just, you did not provide comfort to this individual and you just gave him something to cut himself with, which is, you know, the whole purpose of him being there. This is a terrible priest, which also I've worked in a prison. I can say that's bullshit. We wouldn't allow that. We don't allow glass to the inmates. Well, we did it off and when I was fucking there, but like, yeah. 
this could have been executed so much goddamn better. Yeah. Uh, that's the most frustrating thing. And I'm actually criticizing a film franchise that I really like. And here's the fucked up part. This movie is the weakest of the Conjuring trilogy as uh, up to this point. And yet still somehow it would be the feather in the cap of almost any other horror franchise. I'd argue. Yeah. Like, you know what felt more like a Conjuring movie than, than this? The Unholy. So I, I'll actually say right now, The Unholy, it was scarier than this movie. And I actively seek the Conjuring movies and the Conjuring universe in general to get my scares. The Unholy was better than this movie. Oof. Well. Dems be fine words from an editing. <laughs> um, well, like I told you before, man, we, you know me, you know, I'm not a horror guy. You know, I don't dwell in horror. You know, I can barely watch it like for, for pleasure. I, I, I'll watch it for fun and I, I'll, I'll watch it with like friends for like, you know, a good time in the same way that I'll get into a roller coaster. You know, it's not because, you know, it's really good for my stomach. It's because, you know, makes me feel things I don't time. usually feel. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> and, uh, but I enjoy this one. You know, I don't hate it. it. It is the weakest out of the three. I will tell you that directly. And, I, and, I will, and I'll be the first to tell you. But being a franchise that I am, you know, I, I'm always glad to return because I, because I always have a good time with them. I don't, I didn't mind this one. It is, it is the weakest one out of the three. It is, it, it is not uh, the scariest movie in the world. It should have been a way more fun movie to watch. Maybe if I had watched it in the theaters, I feel, I feel like I, I, I would have gotten like a little bit more into it. But or, or I feel like the experience would have been better because even just watching it at home, it's not the same. So I don't know, man. It's there. It exists. It's nice. When they eventually sell the the the, the Conjuring as a Blu-ray pack with all three of them, you won't be you won't be sad that it that it's there. It'll be nice to you, you know. Oh, we watched the first two. We might as well watch the third one. It's there. Um, I don't feel like it, it hurts. It hurts anyone that it's there. It's a. It's fine. You know. I, I feel like the thing is, is like, I, I, if I can break up the entire Conjuring universe into three categories, which is like amazing, good to great, and meh, I would put this one in the meh pile. And there's only two movies in the meh pile. Can I guess? It's, Huh? Can I guess? I, yes. The, I'm gonna guess the first Annabelle. Mm-hmm. Go on. And the third Annabelle? No, 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 oh no! I meant as in like there's only two. It's Conjuring Three and Annabelle Comes Home. Oh, the third one. Okay. Yeah, like I, I'm gonna say like those are the two most meh. And again, the thing is, the Conjuring universe has such a high bar. Annabelle, Annabelle Comes Home still gave me some great scares. Some serious fucking plot holes. This movie has a lot of plot holes. Plot holes so big, I can drive a fucking dump truck through them. Yeah. God damn would it. You be, would you be open to watch another Conjuring? Like, would you be open to the franchise continuing? Oh, fuck yes. Hell yes. I can't wait for the Crooked Man and the Nun 2. It's just like, this was the first Conjuring movie to not have James Wan and, more importantly, the writing team that goes with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, the... the the Hayes brothers, yeah. Yes, and the twins. It, yeah. they're sorely missing in this movie. They did their best impression, but nonetheless, an impression is only that. You know, they didn't they didn't mimic the high standard. And I think they could have with some more imagination or 
like fucking like call him up man you have his phone number he's the producer hey how would you shoot this or hey can you give me some notes la llorona was better than this by a fucking country mile what is he doing what is james one doing right now oh he's working on aquaman too electric blue <sighs> You like the first one. Don't bullshit me. I did not like the first one. What? I did not like the first Aquaman. Barring the about this. barring the redhead. Uh, I don't care about the about the the. Oh, he he gave it a name. Yeah, the Lost Kingdom. Aquaman, the Lost Kingdom. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, and he's doing another film called The Malignant. Okay. Uh, I mean, I feel like he's earned it. The Malignant has a lot of people that were in the Conjuring films. Is it a crossover? Maybe it'll be horror. God, I please, please let it be horror. It looks like a, it's a horror thriller film. Okay, fine. Uh, look, I love James Wan. He's a tiny little 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 short man with buckets of talent. Okay, I love the guy. Did you saw that he's he's the only person? He's the only director that has had like movies in separate franchise to gross over a billion dollars like there's only two directors that have done that there's james cameron Cameron and there's him and that is a title that's a league of your own i mean (laughs) honestly wait didn't fast and furious gross a billion dollars i'm pretty sure he has three i don't think yes it it did it did wait yeah oh then three then it's three Oh, so he's in the league by himself. Yeah, fuck, fuck you, James Cameron. Get on my level. No, but Cameron has aliens. Uh, has aliens gross a billion dollars combined? I don't know. It, it probably has. There's a ton of them. Okay. Anyway. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway. The, uh, no, I'm bring sorry. One back. Bring huh? one back. <laughs> That's your final thought. Bring I one mean, back. I mean, bring one back, but, you know... Bring one back. Bring the Hayes brothers back. Bring a bring a fucking priest. I don't know. You know, just uh, I'm a sucker for for the Warrens. I'll keep watching it for them. You know, regardless of who directs them. But I do want want the the one back. You know, it it just makes sense. It's like it's his franchise. It would make sense that he would give it to someone else. But why when you're doing such a good job you know and i get it he wants to do other things you know he he even said that he was going to retire from horror when he did when he did uh uh the fast and furious but he came back this is his calling like you know you don't have to do them every year just like once every three four years and then go and do whatever you want but uh, i'm sure dc is like i'm sure that's a time that's time consuming like mm-hmm. in like a more ways than one i'm sure which I don't even get why. Like the first Aquaman wasn't even that attached to the entire DCU. So uh, final thoughts. I like it. I enjoy it. I accept that it has flaws, but I still I still enjoy it. But I wouldn't want another conjuring like this. I would much rather have another James Wan country. Well, I, I give it a I give it a three out of five. It's fine. Well, you know what the thing is, though, is like this is the longest we've gone without a Conjuring movie. From the first one to the second one, it was only three years, only three years. Uh, from the last, from the Conjuring 2 to, Con- to this one, it was five years. So maybe in seven years, we'll have the Conjuring 4. What and year did, wait, wait, I 28, need to come from 2028. 
No, no, no. I need to confirm something. Uh, where is it? Ed Warren passed away in 2006. So they still have a couple decades more to make more movies about these guys. Well, I mean, they don't. The, the thing is, they can do cases from any point. They can go backwards in time and be like, okay, this is pre this, but post this, or whatever. God, this movie had such high potential, and the execution was a shit. I'll say that. Um, fuck, man, I'm gonna give this, and this hurts. I'm gonna give this one a C minus. I'm not gonna go out of my way to rewatch this. I've actually, I've gone out of my way to rewatch the first two, and I've seen them so many times. I've gone out of my way to rewatch the first and the second Annabelle, even the Nun, La Llorona, definitely. I'm not looking for this one. Well, that's sad. That hurts. I feel like it's been it's been a while since we sat down and talked about a movie that we didn't love. So, and man, I want the thing is I was like I was very forgiving. I wanted to love this movie. It was like okay, you can have a few fuck ups, and I'll go there with you. Oh, well, let's do this. I don't like these characters that much, like the the Arnie and the girl and everything. But you know what? I'll fucking go there with you guys. What you want to have a side plot? All right, let's go there. Like I just remember thinking, like, why the fuck are they gonna try to fake us out that Lorraine's gonna die? We all know she's gonna live. Don't bullshit me. Give me some real attention. Make the sheriff die or something. <laughs> Can I? Uh, I forgot to bring up one thing. Something mm-hmm. that I think this movie thought did very well was, ironically, the humor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the movie had some really funny moments. There, there, there's this one scene that I thought was very, very special where they're talking with the with the lawyer who's who's going to represent Arnie, and they tell her, "Oh." Uh, like, like we need to, we need you to defend him, and, and she, and she, she goes. This has never happened in the history of the United States. Like, no one has ever like claimed innocence by demonic possession. And then Ed Warren goes, "How about we have you for dinner, and you know we can talk about this. We can show you everything from our case files, and you can meet Annabelle." <laughs> and and cut, then to cut to, cut to. She's there. She's representing, and she's fucking horrified. <laughs> Like that was amazing. I love that scene. And then, because uh, uh, you got scenes like that. And then the, the scene when they're driving with the sheriff, and the sheriff doesn't believe them. And it's like, oh, you guys are full of, you guys are full of shit. Like, I don't believe you or anything. And then uh, he pulls out like the, the, the three knives. And 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 Warren is, is, is like my wife's gift. It's not a fucking like party trick. How dare you? And then, and then Lorraine just goes like, "It's this one." And then, <laughs> yeah. And then they're driving and they're listening to the radio. And then she goes, "You know, I met Elvis once." And he goes like, "Oh, alive or dead?" And he's like, "Alive," and dead. <laughs> oh God. It's- well, I, I love how the whole police department was just watching her and like, "Is she gonna pick the right one?" And one of them hands the other one like a dollar, like I bet you a buck. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. And then, uh, and then something else. Oh yeah, there was a there was a Reddit post that got viral a couple of a couple of weeks ago that uh, pointed out that every time that Ed and Lorraine are in a scene together, his tie always matches her outfit. <laughs> like uh, his tie <laughs> will, will always yeah, like his his tie will always match. Uh, like the pattern of what she's wearing, and uh, I don't know. That was 
that's kind of cute. I don't know. I like I like little touches like that. I, I didn't notice in the first two movies, but then uh, I saw that post. And then when I watched the movie, I paid attention to that. And yeah, they, they kept that. That's real smart. I like I, I like when they do things like that. Because you can tell that these two clearly are so they're in fucking paradise when they're when they're together, which is the thing that I told you keeps making me come back to these movies. Mm-hmm. So if a movie gave me that and that's what I wanted, I'm okay with it. That's why I can't hate this movie. I'll watch it. I, I, I'm more likely to watch this one again than I am the other two. Not because I think this was better, but I, because I think this one is a little bit more digestible. Like I can watch this and not have nightmares for a couple of weeks, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm okay with it. Yeah. I want the nightmares though. <laughs> yeah. It's weird because I was thinking about this and I, and I, I watched the movie and, and, and I talked about it with a friend of mine and, and he said, well, what did you want? And I said, I don't know, like hereditary. And I was like, bro, hereditary gave you nightmares for like, Still till today. And then that day I had nightmares about Hereditary. So that's a horror movie that like sticks with me. And then just talking about this right now, it's going to give me nightmares tonight because I keep thinking about that. So there's that. Maybe maybe digestible Big Mac horror is not a bad idea. I don't want Big Mac horror. I want filet mignon horror. I want the good shit. That's what I go for the Conjuring Universe for. The good shit. Well... This will be, well, listeners, this is like one of the few times in the revamp show where Eddie and I are not in the same page. So I don't know. Maybe we'll keep talking next week or we won't. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, we'll see what we're going to do next Anything week. Could happen. We'll see if he's still alive after this Saturday, if uh, if his uh, if his brother-in-law didn't kill him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you score it? What do you mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, C-. Oh, yeah. C-. minus. Okay, yeah, I gave it like a. I'll blow it. I'll give it a two point eight out of five. It's passable, but how much really? Mm. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to us on YouTube, you can follow us on any of our links down below. If you're listening to us via podcast, please like and subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. Maybe mention us to your friends. We'd appreciate that too. Thanks for joining us. If you'd like to hear more about our thoughts on movies, go to the rollback.net. I've been Chema. And I've been Eddie. And this was the rollback. Was the rollback. Signing off with a reminder to wait for the summer steam sale. Your wallet will thank you. <laughs>